Welcome back to another episode of the Supporting Local Podcast. I'm Kara Saunders and today we're chatting to Hannah from Bark and Amble. Now Hannah makes the most wonderful pet accessories. We're talking bandanas, bow ties, treats, you name it, she probably does it. And today we're going to be chatting about support from other small businesses, farmers markets and social media. But before we get into our chat with Hannah, if you enjoy this podcast and I really hope you do, please head over to Alt Podcasts or even our Facebook page and leave us a little review. It would mean the world to me and it means you can let me know who you want me to chat to next. And all our links for everything will be in the description of this podcast as well as all the links for Bark and Amble as well. So with all that out of the way, let's go chat to Hannah. I have literally always been animal mad. Like if you ask my mum and any of my family, that's all they will ever say is I am obsessed. Like if it's got four legs, I love it. I did a lot of animal-y things at college. So I did my level two and three animal care and then went on to do further HND. And like through that time, yeah, yeah, it was really, really fun. Like I love it so much. I was able to go on lots of different placements. So I've been to the zoo, but I've also volunteered while also working and rescue. So I worked up at a CC for a while and then I worked in kennels, just like boarding kennels and stuff. Like I've just always loved dogs. My mum, she has a beaver. Yeah, and we're literally like obsessed with them, like obsessed (laughs) with the dog. It's a bit, but it's not great. <laughs> it's a it's a bad personality trait right now. But like, I've always wanted my own business, and like right now, I work from massive, massive retail firm. Like, I've just always preferred small businesses, and I would just like to be able to do things my own way and kind of like put my own stamp on it. Not even just my own stamp, but just do things my own way with my own ethics and what I think is important in a business. So yeah. I try to do a lot of natural based. Like all my dog treats would be, although we only have one type of dog treat out at the moment, they're peanut butter treats. So like I make the peanut peanut butter all at home and just try and make it all natural no nasties as I say like I've always wanted my own business um and kind of like this time last year I was in a really bad place so like mentally but now it was just like it's time to do something for myself that I really want to do and I've got nothing to lose so just I just went for it 100% I think that's one thing that everyone has learned like over the last year and everything horrible that has happened there's so many small businesses that have launched over the last year which is incredible and it's so nice to see you know people are like when am I ever going to have this opportunity where I can do it so I might as well just go for it and it's so great and I love it especially with Instagram and stuff now like you don't know where things will take you 100% and with people like on TikTok you know going viral every two minutes it is absolutely insane yeah i think social media is really really powerful especially in the small business community a hundred percent so how did you come up with creating kind of doggy accessories so like you do the bandanas you do i think little dog tags treats loads of different things how did you go from your love of dogs and animals to creating all these products a couple of years ago, I would have made bandanas. My granny and grandma got me a sewing machine for Christmas and I made bandanas for my dog. And then I just kind of forgot about it for years. And then it just kind of, all of a sudden one day, I was like, here, I want to I wanna do that. One of my biggest inspirations would probably be Gemma from Hiker Hounds. Um, I know that you interviewed yes, her. Yes, I too love long Gemma ago. and Calm, obviously. <laughs> oh yeah, and Calm. And, and the three puppers. Yes. Like, she's amazing. So basically, I kind of had ideas running around in my head of things that I wanted to do, but just couldn't actually get the guts to go and do it so I messaged her one day saying is there any advice that you have and she was like just do it there's nothing else I can tell you you just have to bite the bullet and do it she's honestly like the sweetest person ever it was such a joy to chat to them but a hundred percent like at the end of every interview I would ask people do you have any advice for other small businesses and I'm pretty sure all the advice is just do it just go for it stop being scared like you just go. You don't have anything to lose yeah 100 percent. I think a lot of small businesses you well when you're trying to start it up 
you spend you really focus on it too much and you stress yourself out too much whereas like if you go to my instagram there is a post where it has two bandanas side by side and one is my old bandanas and one is my current bandanas and literally overnight that change just happened your products will just all of a sudden get to where you want them to be and it'll all just fit into place we have a family saying and it is so true and it's always like my my granddad he says this all the time it's let the water find its own level and just like i'm a massive hypocrite saying don't stress about it because if you know me <laughs> i'm the biggest stress head ever but i just always tell myself that like let the water find its own level and if it's for you it won't go past you i love that i have never heard that water quote before i really love that and one thing I love is that you reached out to Gemma and you could say you kind of just obviously you do different things, but they're both kind of doggy apparel accessories. But it's so sweet to see mm-hmm. that she fully encouraged you to do it and to go for it. Yeah, I find that a lot with the small business community here is that we aren't worried about stepping on each other's toes or anything like that. We all encourage each other to do what we're doing and we all know that we do things differently and have different styles. Like one of the biggest things that I spent a lot of time on was trying to narrow down like my brand aesthetic because I didn't want it to look like you know every other dog business you know Gemma's is very much um she's very hiking and outdoorsy and like I admire so much for that whereas the guy that designed my logo like I owe so much to him he's called Keith Keith Evage and I basically messaged him I was like this is the kind of thing I want Adria and he just literally brought it to life so without him like I wouldn't have my brand and it's just like that's another small business that I work with and it's just really nice that people aren't scared of stepping on each other's toes and they really build you up. 100% I got a girl Edie to do my like podcast logo and everything and I've actually interviewed her for it and oh my I kept changing my mind and she kept making these gorgeous pieces and I'm like I love it and then I'm like mm, but I'm actually just gonna do like a complete different thing and I'm like oh can we just change it again and she stuck by me god love her but I just I'm obsessed with my little artwork and everything for it that's kind of the same as me like he literally normally I'm really really pernickety and that kind of possessive over stuff like that but he literally reached into my head and popped it out it was the only one he ever did and it's stuck and that was actually the turning point as soon as I had a logo I was like oh right this is a thing it's a thing that's gonna happen so I think I'm a big believer in manifesting so I just like manifested the life out of it and here we are. So what was the first thing you ever made then did you just start in bandanas and stick to it or did you do some experimenting with different products first? I did my bandanas um, and then I kind of ordered an awful lot of stuff to make collars and to make leads with like the nylon webbing and it just wasn't working. So I just set it to the side and now I've got my bandanas and my bow ties are launching. This week, I also like do my doggy tags and my treats. I have a million different things going on in my head of things that I want to make. But this week actually arrived like thick cotton rope to make some leads. So I'm really excited about those. I have ideas in my head. of They will be quite similar to obviously what's out on the market at the minute. But I have a wee twist in there that hopefully makes it a bit more personal to my brand. And everybody loves a wee bit of matchy-matchy is all I'm going to say on that. Amazing. So how do you come up with all your new designs for different products and even your different bananas and things? I spent a long time looking for fabric that I thought was different. So on my shop, I have my signature collection. So that would be a lot of spotty and dash kind of things. Mm -hmm. And then I have my summer spring collection, which would be more botanicals and that kind of thing. So I just spent forever searching for them just to be able to narrow that down. It's current trends as well. I mean, like going forward, my ideal situation would be to design my own fabric and then have it really personalized to my brand. So that would be somewhere like this time next year that I would like to be doing. Because there's no way to really personalize your brand unless you're physically 
design and the texture. Yeah. So what would an average day look like for you then? Obviously you said you were working in retail. So is that like a part-time thing and you do this part-time? Or are you working full-time and just finding every possible minute to work on your brand? Uh, it's kind of a mix of both. Whenever I first um, started up working on well, I was working full-time and kind of naturally my hours have just increased a wee bit and that's helping an awful lot. Like today I kind of came home and it was fine and I didn't have much to do, which was good. But I do some markets and things, which I'm sure will probably come to later. But on market week, I am literally getting up at seven, going to work at eight, coming home, having my dinner, working, go to sleep, rinse, repeat okay. for a week. And it's just stress city. Yeah, it's oh, it's crazy. So I need to learn to kind of like pace myself pretty much constantly as opposed to forgetting about things and then all of a sudden just like ramming everything into one week I know you need to be so organized whenever you have like your own business or even just like your own products or like projects that you're working on like you have to be so on top of it all of the time yeah definitely because like I always have so much going on in my head I'm like finish the thing that you're doing just finish that (laughs) and then you can move on because I'm really bad for starting something going on doing something else realizing I haven't finished the thing that I started yeah so it's just trying to be really tough on yourself but also give yourself time because actually for my last market I nearly I think I made myself quite unwell just by constantly fitting everything into the same week and you can't do it all like there's only so many hours in a day oh I am wild for that I will literally like work nine to five come home fill my evening with different interviews or recordings or like social media work whatever and have no time to actually like see my family see my boyfriend do you know I'm like but I just gotta work on all this other stuff before I can relax do you know in my head I'm like oh I need to do like 10 million things so I'm 100% the same it's so true as well like I think when you own a small business that is quite social media focused like you're never not working yeah you're constantly replying to messages replying to comments thinking of your next post what time is the best time to post it all that kind of stuff like you really need to educate yourself about the way like social media works and the way the algorithms work so your brain is like constantly taking over and then you're mentally exhausted from that too for the last week I haven't been able to set my phone down because constantly like replying to people are oh I should probably go and have a wee look for that thing that I was meant to look but I forgot like it's just constant but it's great like even though I'm exhausted like I'm really happy doing it and it's nice to be doing something for me a hundred percent I know like I literally think I'm the same my boyfriend gave off at me one day because I don't know how to relax and I was like I'll just sit down we'll put a show on and then I'm like oh on my phone like messaging people on Instagram and they're doing this and I'm like in my head I'm like oh we're watching really together it. we're relaxing but I'm actually like trying to plan a million things it's so difficult I think to just turn off like especially in a day like with all the social media and with everything like go 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 like it's so hard just to be like no I'm actually just gonna chill out tonight and not do anything I think it'll get to the point where I actually just have to like put my phone away like for the night <laughs> just lock away it, yeah, just constant you said that you were going to start producing leads very soon which is super exciting but can you kind of give us a little tease at any other future products or even products that aren't like in the works but just things you would love to come out with one day like even something mad like full dog beds and blankets or if you'd want to expand your treat range like what would you love to see literally like you think of it I've probably considered it (laughs) my leads are going to be coming out soon I love a bit of Belfast humor the likes of my dog tags I do be loving a bit of dog man dog dan all that rubbish like I love a bit of cheese I've been thinking of treats and things to do my next treat is going to be a doggy donut oh amazing yeah it's not in the works just yet but it's 
I've researched it and things like that. But like with all my treats and stuff, it's all like beneficial ingredients. There's nothing nasty in them. Yeah. So I want to do like a big donut and then like a little packet of mini donuts. Obviously. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, oh, it's exciting. I do love a booty crossover from dog to people. Back whenever I first thought of Bark and Amble, I wanted to do a lot of holistic products. Okay. Like natural things for dogs because our dog, he has a lot of like skin issues and all that kind of thing. So I wanted to do like natural doggy shampoos. But part of the ethos of Bark and Amble is that we try to be minimum waste or compostable and all that kind of thing. So yeah, I would like some solid shampoo bars and things like that, like more holistic products, like some balms and things like that. And maybe some CBD products, like calming products, because a lot of dogs are we stress heads Hello, these days, you. like a wee bandana spray would be great. All that kind of stuff. As with like my leads, so the leads that are going to be coming out, they're all cotton rope. So although they're really durable, they don't have any impact you know on the environment like eventually they will degrade completely and they're all natural fibers there's no syntheticness about them which is something that's important to me working for a big retail company you just see the sheer amount of waste i know that's produced and i just don't want to contribute to that yeah like it's just mental the amount of stuff like big companies get away with but i think it's so sweet to see that small businesses are trying so hard to be so environmentally friendly and have like no waste, no plastic, everything's like biodegradable. I just love it. Yeah, like in terms of my packaging, it is all either recyclable, paper which is compostable, tissue which is compostable, and all that kind of things. And then even like down to my thank you cards and stuff, like they come from Bangor signage. The energy, I know it's a bit silly, but like the energy it costs to transport these kind of things, it's literally just me going and collecting them. I try not to order things from really, really far away. I try to stay UK-based, UK all that kind of stuff. There's obviously stuff that's unavoidable that arrives to me in plastic, but there's nothing I can do about that. So anything that I produce myself, it will be plastic-free. And as well as that, like a lot of my fabric, I'm thinking of ways to reuse a lot of it, like my scraps. And like one of the things I'm going to be doing would yeah, like matching key rings and scrunchies, which will hopefully stop me throwing away as much product as possible. Yeah, that'd be so cute as well. Like people love matching with their dogs. So where do you think you would like to be? Like say five years time, we've kind of touched on the different products that you would love to have, but say like you job wise with the brand, like would you want to be full time? Would you want to have a team? Would you want like your own doggy shop? Or like what would be the absolute dream? The ultimate, ultimate dream would be to have a pet shop. Yeah, a pet shop that would be based around local products. Like, there's a really, really good shop on Belmont Road, Murphy yes, and Bailey. Yes, yes, I they love are them. amazing. Like, I felt like an idiot going in because I don't have a dog. So I came away with a candle. Like, we don't have a dog in the house that I live in. Yeah. So I came away with a candle. They're awesome. Like, I just love the way that they have all the local artists and stuff. So I would love something like that. They have their wee cafe. So, like, ultimately, like, a wee shop that has, like, a cafe or a wee groomers out the back or even, like, a doggy daycare. Like, I would love to get back into hands-on, like, animal work again. Yeah. Um, but realistically, I just would love to do this full-time or even at least get down to... I don't know, eight hours a week working for retail. Yeah. Good for the soul to work for yourself. And I really enjoyed it. And it's actually really nice meeting new people. I trade at St. Bill Farmer's Market at the weekends. I've only been there twice so far. And you know what? It is like, see if you're looking for a day out at the weekend. It is the nicest place to go. We were at a few markets, maybe like a couple of weeks ago, and you just felt like you had to buy something. Whereas this market, people oh, just okay. want uh, people just want like to get to know you. Like if you arrive at my market stall, I am not pressuring you to buy anything. I just want to give your dog a treat 
and take a photo of it and I am more than happy. It is a really nice, nice few day out. So if I was just able to cut down my hours, more or less do this full time while doing my markets, that would be we happy me. That is so sweet. And you're hundred percent right. Like one thing I hear about markets, like I do love a farmer's market, but is whenever you go and you know if you go to a stand and you don't really see anything you like and they're kinda looking at you and you're like, Oh, I don't know what to do <laughs> Like, sometimes, don't get me wrong, like, I will go and I'll spend a fortune, and other times I'm like, it's just not what I expected it, or I was just being nosy or whatever, and it's just a bit awkward now. Thamefield is amazing for small businesses. Um, So they have one on a Saturday, and they have one on a Sunday. Saturday is kind of just, like, a normal kind of farmer's market, and then on Sunday it would tend to be more of a crafter. But it's so lovely, like, so Instagrammable. Like, it's so <laughs> come in off a wee tiny entry off Main Street, Thamefield. And it's two wee courtyards and they've got hanging baskets and it's just so pretty. So in order to kind of have a wee bit of like a conversation starter so that it doesn't seem to people that I'm trying to get them to buy something. Like I made a wee cork board with all of our customer photos because people love talking about their dogs. Yeah, that's absolutely 100% right. Like I, if I saw that and saw all these dogs, I would literally drawn to it. Like you could not get me away. Like literally, I'm just there to chat to people, to get to know people. It was actually quite funny experience on Saturday there there was a, a guy and he had this um this Springer Collie mix we gorgeous dog I was like I recognize that dog I went over to him and I asked him what her name was at the same time both of us said Penny and I was like you got her from a CC didn't you and he's, like, no, I he's like I do I was like I remember your dog from six years ago but I couldn't tell you what that oh. fella across the market has just told me his name and I couldn't remember what it is he's told me three times I don't know what he's called but I remember your dog from six years ago. Like, it's a really good wee conversation starter. We just love chatting to people. My mum loves going. It's a really nice market, like, if you're just looking for a day out. And it's it's a real community. The organiser, Javon, she kind of saved it from ruin, really. And like, she kind of comes to me with, like, questions that maybe her other traders have had, like, new traders about insurance and things like that. So we all just, like, really help each other out. And it's really nice. It's nice to be part of something. A hundred percent. I think markets are such a good way to find, like, we local businesses. And sometimes they're not even super small do you know sometimes they're bigger companies that are still like yeah. they're just based there whatever and I think it's such a cool way to find some yeah it's actually really nice as well that there would be a couple of doggy people that would trade in general at the same food farmers market so there's there's myself the afternoon tea company who make treats and then mm-hmm. positive choice yeah they all make really really good treats but the organizers make sure that there's not two of a similar style on the same day so yeah. I, I will have a doggy stall there'll be someone that makes chutneys there'll be someone that sells candles and there won't be an overlap which is really nice to be able to get out there you're not competing with anybody and then it just adds to the community feel 100% just to wrap up what advice would you have for other small businesses obviously we kind of touched on it earlier on but now is the time give us all your fantastic advice no pressure literally like the only thing I have is like just do it like you have nothing to lose you go and you put yourself out there like once you're out there like don't get me wrong I'm sounding as if like I'm a major company that has millions of orders but just remember that there's like people behind the Instagram and even though you're saying you know people posting photos of orders and customers like that customer might not have been from yesterday that customer could have been from six months ago like not everything on paper is what happens because I'm now a dog photo hoarder because I got something to post so just be real with yourself and what's realistic for you and don't beat yourself up about it because I did for a long time and it's just not worth it so I'm just enjoying it now and if I don't get it in order I don't get it in order and if I do I do like I hit 500 followers this week which really doesn't sound like an awful lot no that is like, a lot like just like yeah, 500 like, people like standing all together like that is a huge yeah, that's a lot of people. 
And like, take a step back because like I've got 500 followers now, but like things take time and 500 people is a lot of people. So we milestones like at the market, I had two returning customers and for the first time, all of my products were sold to people that I didn't know more or less that I didn't know yeah you know it wasn't my family it wasn't friends there was two people Louise who is a, do- a dog walker she walks under the name Golden Paws and I she has a gorgeous dog she's called Jilly like she came and it was really really nice and that's another thing about like the Instagram community keeping people together mm-hmm. and then a girl from Bangor that follows me she came and it really meant a lot to me that those people came because in the broad scheme of things I don't know them and it is really nice. So that's yeah. another wee milestone. Two returning customers, two people come from Instagram to your market. Yeah, you know, and incredible. people that have lost stuff that aren't your family. Do you know what I mean? So set yourself small goals, like wee tiny goals and roll all that up. Amazing. I love that. And it's always so important to remember that people only post their highlights. Like nobody's going to post, oh, I got no orders today. Or like, oh, this big thing happened. And do you know, like, no, I can't sell products or whatever. Like people are just going to show, look at my gorgeous products. Like you don't know that, as you said, like that order could have been from six months ago. Like they maybe haven't had an order in a week and they just need something to post because there's all this pressure on it now. So it's just remembering like everybody isn't real. As a person, like, yeah. that was something I actually spoke to Gemma from Hikerhounds about, you know, she is one person behind the whole business. So when someone gets mad, like, they often think they're getting mad at a business, but they're getting mad, like, at Gemma or at you, do you know what I mean? You know what, like, Hikerhounds is iconic now because it's obviously just because I know their products, but, like, I see them everywhere. Like, yes, there's dog, too, there's assistance dog. Yeah, they're great. Like, there was an assistance dog that came into my work the other day. I was like, oh, she wearing Hikerhounds. That's really iconic. But I know, I think another really good thing to, you know, advice for small businesses is to message the person. If you have a question, message the person. Like, there's oh, a newbie okay. brand, Printed in Perfect. She's based in Donegadee. She makes amazing doggy t-shirts. She's called Ellen. She had booked a stall at Seafield Market and didn't really know what to expect and message me. Like, just ask people if you have, like, there are people. And if they don't want to reply to you, they'll not and that's okay. Yeah, but absolutely. But I think a lot of people are so happy to help as well. Like even, do you know, like not in a small business way. Like I know whenever I was starting a radio, like I'm reached out and I spoke to some amazing radio presenters and I was terrified. Do you know, because these are people like, this is their job. They are so successful and they were so kind to me and really helped me, do you know? So people are so happy to help and whether it's like Gemma helping you, do you know, like it's the same. You helping me, like you coming to me saying, here, I want to, like I was like, mommy, let go, my God, oh my God. That is so sweet. But yes, like everybody is so willing to help and I think it's so special. Some people you would think are in direct competition, but yet they're helping each other out or like they don't do anything really at all and they still help each other out like it's so important just to reach out and talk to people and I'm a big believer especially in the small business community of definitely what comes around goes around like help people and it will come back and help you I would try and you know work with a lot of local suppliers and things like that like I have some tote bags coming out in my next big drop and they're made by Ted and Stitch which are in Randallstown yeah who else like I work with off the grid coffee they're based in Sea Park they wanted some treats for their puppuccinos bears pets in Port Rush they wanted some treats they're amazing too like all natural treats and people talk like you know it just takes one comment from someone that's your brand no just chat away i love it well thank you so much for coming on today hannah it was an absolute joy to chat to you and i cannot wait to see your leads and everything when they come out thank you so much we'll have to get ebony kitted out i'll uh, i'll have a wee rummage and see what fabric i think suits your best that is so sweet thank you isn't she so lovely and now i really want to go to farmer's market I will definitely have to nip over to the one in Seinfeld to see her 
and have a full look at all of her bandanas and everything that she makes. So if you want to go and support Bark and Amble or this podcast, which I hope you do, all links for everything will be in the description and I'll see you next week with a brand new episode.